good, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of the Gold Standard Podcast. I am Rob Stats Guerrera, and with me, as always, on a Thursday, the human wet blanket, Levin Black. What's up, Levin? Just another wonderful Wednesday evening that we are recording. <laughs> Called you on that before. Yeah, why don't you just, just <laughs> pretend it's Thursday? I can't. You know the why smell. Not? I cannot pretend anything. All I am right. obsessive with truth. 40 seconds in, you're already pissing me off. This is a very, very special show because <laughs> for the first time ever, we are going to have multiple Niners Nation hosts on a show specifically to fight. You've got the boxing gloves. This is great. Michelle Majuk is here who hosts with me on Fridays Woo-hoo. on the Gold Diggers podcast. What's up, Michelle? Hey, hey. I would never tell on you like that i would never say you're when we right record on thursday night i would never be like it's actually or when we record on friday uh you know mess with you like that but come on levin go along with it i can't it it is to my own detriment i cannot go along with something that's not factual you can go along with something that's not factual though because that's why i'm here <laughs> that is why i am here so don't don't get into that now don't act like you're all realistic now you're here because you just wanted to share the spotlight and be on the best pod that we have on this network. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold it. on. I will set the stage for what the genesis of this whole thing and explain it to anybody that doesn't know what's going on. But before I do, just got to say, please rate, review, follow the Niners Nation podcast network. Please keep your ratings and reviews coming. You are helping us get our Apple Pods rating up. We do appreciate it. I want to read this one five stars. If you take the time to leave a review, we will read it. This is from Hope Dealer on Monday. Some of the best Niners coverage out there. Five stars. Thank you very much. I can't figure out whether I dislike this show or love it. Rob, it's your fault. Either way, I keep listening, so I guess it's getting a five. Michelle's strategy of only rating one or five is genius, by the way, Michelle. People do like that, that your little plan there seems to be working. It's not a plan. It's the truth. I hate those uh, threes and fours. Get those out of there. I'm either a one or a five. You either love me or hate me. I don't want anything in between. There you go. Okay. What? This is the first time hearing of this. So explain how, how can people not be like, eh, they're okay. Why are you listening? There's so many podcasts out there. If you don't think we're a five, then why are you wasting your time? I would never listen to a podcast. I don't think is a five. There are one gazillion podcasts. Like either you love us or you hate us, but why are you wasting your time on a podcast you don't love? You got, you got to have, you got to use your time in your life better than that. Hey, some of us have no life. Okay. (laughs) Levin's just happy throwing on a three star and, you know, doing some dishes or something. I don't know. Mm, I don't, I don't get into, I review restaurants sometimes if I go places, but normally I'm like most people, it takes something to motivate me. So yeah, those two, three, four star reviews, I'm not motivated because if you're decent, uh, okay. But if you're great, <laughs> I'm going to go give you a five star. And if you piss me off because you're terrible, I'm going on there just to spite you and get the one star review. Well, we're grateful that we don't have too many one stars. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please keep them coming. All right. Enough with the pleasantries. Let's get into this whole thing. For anyone that doesn't know, it began with a tweet from Levin Black at LT Black Niners. On July 30th at 12.19 a.m., and this tweet sparked a nearly 20-tweet exchange that took place over the next 10 hours 
that prompted me to get everybody together on a pod and do the show. The tweet from Levin was, I don't think it's controversial at all to say that if Trey Lance stays healthy for all 17 games, the franchise passing record falls. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, the record is 4,278 yards by Jeff Garcia in 2000. Here's what we're going to do, because I have a feeling this is going to get out of my control very, very quickly. Levin, since you started the tweet, I'll let you give your quick 30-second pitch for why you think that this is likely why you tweeted that. Michelle, you can respond, and we will go from there. So, Mr. Black, the floor is yours. Uh, Well, it's really simple, because all five years that Kyle Shanahan has been with the 49ers, that includes the Brian Hoyer time, the Mullins time, the C.J. Beathard time, Every single year, the team has passed for either just below that record or just above. If Trey Lance is healthy for 17 games, that means he's going to get all those pass attempts and he should be right at the record. Keep in mind, four out of five of those years were 16 games rather than 17. So in the Kyle Shanahan era, they have averaged 261 yards per game. If Trey Lance performs to the average, which, like I said, is a majority of garbage quarterbacks, he would break the record. Michelle? But, well, A, I have so many things, so this is not <laughs> going to be quick. We're going to have to keep going back and forth because you're not going to want me here to say all these things. I wasn't planning on starting on this, but the 49ers average with Kyle Shanahan per season is 4,253. So actually, it is lower. And the seasons, there was only two seasons that he threw more than 532 times among all quarterbacks. That was in 2020 and 2017, which his defenses were garbage. So let's start there because I have so many ways that this will have to be a historical season. I will bring those in a little bit. But if you believe the 49ers are going to be a top 10 defense this year, just top 10, which I'm, do you believe that? Uh, Yeah. Hell yeah. So the 49ers have been a top 10 defense in points per game allowed twice, only twice in Kyle Shanahan's time with the 49ers. In 2021, they're ninth. In 2019, they're eighth. In the other seasons, they were 17th in 2020, 28th in 2018, and 25th in 2017. Now the two seasons that they were top 10, the 49ers had 514 attempts. That was in 2021 with 17 games. And they had 478 attempts in 2019. Those are very, very, very low attempts. So even at 478, you're not going to get them much ahead of 500 with that 17th game. I just, how many pass attempts can you really give Trey Lance this year if they're going to be a top 10 defense? So a couple of things. Uh, one, you said 478, it's 476. I have 478. Oh God, this is going to be excruciating. <laughs> Two. It's 478, yeah. according to my database. That is way more correct <laughs> than whatever pro, you're looking football at. Reference, yeah. my, uh, my, two, no, not average, pro football reference, sir. Uh, yeah, I have I know. Real, I know what you have. I have real stuff over here. <laughs> not pro football reference. That's free information. Two, the average yards uh, is 4,238 per season under Kyle Shannon. When you take away the passing from gimmicks like use check and Debo and non-quarterbacks, the quarterbacks have averaged that many getting outside of the petty we're yeah <laughs> we're in the weeds here continue let me ask you a question do you think trey lance will be better than jimmy garoppolo 
he can be better in many ways and still not have more passing yards because how are you going to beat what, what, what Jimmy Garoppolo did in terms of the efficiency stats? He's not going to have a higher completion percentage. He was over 68. He's not going to have a higher yards per attempt. He was second in the league or something. He was something very, very high. And he had the highest yards per completion. Now he can get those yards in a different way, a hundred percent, but the overall yards aren't going to change just because he got them in a different way. One cool stat I wanted to bring up because there's only been five teams. This is actually good for the 49ers. There's only been five teams that have had 515 or fewer pass attempts in a season and had greater than 4,275 passing yards that season. The entire team, not looking at single quarterbacks. And the 49ers last year were one of those teams. That's really cool. Now, the 49ers were also one of those teams in 1989 and also one of those teams in 1994. So the 49ers did it three times of those five teams, which is pretty crazy. The Eagles in 2013 and the Chargers in 2018 were the other two teams. But again, it's only happened five times in the Super Bowl era. Sorry, I don't know if I said NFL history. I could only go back to the Super Bowl era with this one. But that's how crazy of a year it was for the last year for the 49ers, how efficient they were. I don't know how you expect the efficiency to increase. So I don't, I, I don't expect efficiency to increase. You can go ahead, Rob, before I counter fully. Yes. Can I, I would like to talk on the show just, you know, here and there just to mix it up. You get five days a week. You get your five minutes every morning. It essentially sounds like Levin, you're saying the production, like Lance doesn't have to go crazy in terms of what Kyle Shanahan usually does ballpark wise to beat this. And Michelle, it sounds like you're basically saying he's just not going to get enough pass attempts. Is that accurate? Yes. And also he would have to go crazy because I, I mean, just to take away the Kyle Shanahan part, right? Like Kyle Shanahan's fantastic, but there's only been 17 quarterbacks to throw for that many yards in their first 17 career starts in NFL history. So and almost already- all of them are recently. No, they're not actually. I mean, some who of are them they? Now are. I'm interested. Well, I don't have the whole list, but only three of those quarterbacks did it with 500 pass or sorry, fewer than 500 pass attempts during that span. None did it with fewer than 500. That's what I was going to going to say. But the three quarterbacks that did it with fewer than 500 pass attempts were Kurt Warner, Dan Marino, and Deshaun Watson. Watson had a 65 completion percentage, 8.6 pass yards per attempt. That's pretty much what Lance is going to have to do to get there. And then I, I don't have the other list up, sorry, of the rest of the 17, but they weren't all recent, 100%. And it's just, it, it's a really hard metric to hit. And your first 17 games starting, now I guess technically his will be 15, you know, yep. 15 starts and then two more, but whatever. You get what I'm saying. It's just, this is going to be, I, I think you're taking this way too lightly about what kind of season he would have to have to hit that number. So you expect him to have close to 5,000 total yards, right? Because you have to expect him to run for at least 500 rush yards. I would say he'll probably be pretty close, yeah. I don't think he's going to run nearly as much from what I gathered on our Twitter conversation than you think. I don't think he's going to be much of a runner. I think he will run when he has to, but from what we saw in his two games, he doesn't – I would say Josh Allen, for instance, is much more willing to run. Josh Allen, if he sees a lane, he goes. He doesn't well, care. What about the two games, though? Because you said not in the two games. because he had a hurt finger, and Kyle Shanahan called a bunch of designed runs up the gut that were terrible play calls. Okay, but... They were bad. 
we so we only have the two games, right? And you've been right. using these two game sample size for everything else. Yeah. So and, he had and six, in, but let's say so he had sixteen attempts in his first start. He had seven attempts in his one half, and he had eight attempts in his second start. Even if you just go with eight attempts per game, which was his lowest, that would be one hundred and twenty eight attempts in a sixteen game sample size. Uh, so even more in a 17 game, he had 38 rush attempts last year. He would only need to get to 90 rush attempts for it to be a lot for a quarterback. That's only five rush attempts per game. Like I think he easily hits that. I think he easily hits over a hundred and there's only been one quarterback in NFL history to have 90 rush attempts in a season and also hit 4,275 yards. And that person's Josh Allen. Do you expect him to be Josh Allen from 2020 and 2021? immediately i expect him to perform like the average or below average quarterbacks that have performed in this offense this offense for the 49ers which to me is the best way to evaluate it i don't care what josh allen does in a completely different system and offense he's great but it's a different system and offense this is the kyle shanahan offense which i think we all agree when it comes to play design he's probably the best in the league so you take all of the quarterbacks that have played in this over the five years Jimmy Garoppolo is the best of them, and he's average. If you Yet those aggregate performance of those quarterbacks, Trey Lance is right at this record. If he plays like the average has happened in the five years, and that includes the years without Debo, the years without Ayuk, the, the years where Kittle wasn't emerged yet that first year. Like To me, that's why I say it's very likely. If he gets 17 games, take even your 2019 year, they went 13 and three. They dominated. Jimmy Garoppolo had 3,978 yards in that season, which means Trey Lance would have to literally be 50 yards better over the course of 17 games. That's not how it works, though. Jimmy Garoppolo or the team at least had a 69.2 completion percentage. How like you think Trey Lance is going to have a 69 or even close to that? Like how big? Because you keep you in the Twitter argument, you use the two and a half game sample size. I'm not going to use that because that's completely silly. But his completion <laughs> was really garbage. So how is he going to then? Uh, like how do you feel confident he's going to be even close to 69 percent? And I don't want to hear about the pass yards per attempt will increase. It's not. They had 8.4 pass yards per attempt in 2019 like to expect that to increase it's just it might increase by 0.1 if he ends up dominating in yards per completion like i expect 14 yards increase. per completion i don't I expect start. the yards per attempt i do increase. i think he'll be very close With completion like you know how much year. that's going to like if his completion right. percentage goes down that's here, what yards per attempt is basically okay, i mean obviously I'm, I was thinking of yards per completion. I apologize. But Jimmy Garoppolo led the league last year in yards per completion. Yes, so, but for a very specific reason. Because the guys after the catch. But that's not going to catch... change the number. That's not going to change the overall number of passing yards. It doesn't matter how you get them. Right. But right. So, like, if Lance is completing fewer passes, but the passes he's completing are deeper down the field, and he's still getting similar yards after catch, that's how he would have to do this, right? But Jimmy Garoppolo already led the league with yards per completion. I'm not saying air yards, just yards per completion. Which, right. So that's not going to increase. So you think Trey Lance is going to lead the league in yards per completion by like a ton then? Because if Jimmy Garoppolo already led it, then you think Trey Lance is going to, you know, throw deeper down the field and the guys are going to get the same amount of yards after catch. And he's just going to destroy the entire league and just dominate all the quarterbacks. 
Well, I think that's the 49ers are hoping they can hit those plays deeper that down too. the field and get yards after catch. I mean, yeah, I think that that's the plan for them. If you, if you, from everything I've heard at practice, including from what Kyle Posey told me today, told us, not just me, with he told everybody, it was a training camp report, that basically Lance is not really great on the short passes. He's actually more accurate deeper down the field, kind of like Donovan McNabb back in the day. Like the 15, 20 yard throws are really when he shines. So I don't think you're going to see Kyle Shanahan throwing these like five yard slant passes with him because I think he knows that that's not the path to success. So I'm thinking his completion percentage is going to be super low. It's going to be like Jalen Hurts last year where he was throwing it up deep nonstop. And that's that destroyed the team a when they were doing that. So they went to the run and it destroys your, you know, your stats pretty bad. Like, I don't think that's a good way that you need those short passes in your offense. So here's here's my counter to that. If his completion percentage is worse, and thus his yards per attempt is worse, that means the team performs worse. You need more plays to perform, right? I think they're if going the to run worse, more. You're going to be going towards the Nick Mullins model that we've seen in the offense where they had to pass more because they're not performing as well as they were with Jimmy. I so still think more attempts. I still think his pass yards per attempt will be good. I mean, if you hit eight, that's very, very good quarterback play that year. You don't have to like, so even if his completion percentage is a little bit lower than Jimmy's, let's say 64, and he still is at 8.0, like that's still a really good season. I, you just expecting him to have those exact same numbers or get better at it. So again, I bring up this small sample size because I just like hating on you with bringing this up ever. (laughs) But so last year, Right. Trey Lance, because people are going to say this. Well, Trey Lance averaged 8.5 pass yards per attempt last year. Tiniest sample size of all time. And I want to show you what a tiny sample size this is and why it you really can't use it. So remember that one play? Love to bring it up. 75 yard touchdown to Debo where it was a terrible pass and there was not a single defender around. It wasn't that bad of a pass. You you constantly kill him for that. It was completed, wasn't it? If there is a defender within 10 yards of him, there's no way that's a touch. Like that should have been, we can all agree that we should all agree. It should have been a bigger, better pass, but that one single play, one play out of an, out of a sample size, his yards per attempt goes down from 8.5 to 7.5, a whole one yard per attempt. If you take away one single play, and that's why this sample size is completely pointless. It's not completely pointless. It is. It's not the end all be all because it's not a big enough sample size. It's not crazy important, but it is the best data you have currently to model what Trey Lance would do in this offense. So if let's say Debo didn't catch, like somehow ended up dropping the pass. You can't then, say what happened. happened. But I'm, I'm saying now and, you're just skewing no, it and let, saying, and well, I'm let saying me remove right this. To make it look better. I'm saying right now. So then his end of, like, let's say that's say that one play doesn't happen is yards last year was 7.5 yards per attempt. Would you have tweeted the same thing? Because you're giving one play that much. Uh, it matters that much to you. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, I would have still tweeted the whole thing because the reason why I came to it is because every single year, this Niners offense, despite having terrible quarterback play most years, has been in the 4,200s or higher. And so if Trey Lance, that's why I put that stipulation in there. If Trey Lance plays all 17 games, because if he plays 16, it's much less likely I think he gets it. 
I don't think 4,278 yards is as fancy and as amazing as it once sounded because 17 games skews it and we just haven't had enough seasons to be able to truly see, see that effect. Of the extra game. Right, and to adjust what we think is amazing and great. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, – I'd have to go back and look now. I forgot to write that one down. I think there were 10 quarterbacks last year that eclipsed that. Yeah, and there were 10 good quarterbacks. I, I think the biggest thing we need to come back to is the pass attempts, right? Because I truly believe this is going to be a super heavy rush team. There's no reason to push Trey they Lance into, into many pass attempts, like zero reason for this uh, pass attempts to increase from last year, which was 514. And so do you think he's going to have more than 525 pass attempts this year? 525? Yeah. Mm, I think... I would say that he'll probably end up more. I think they'll pass a slight bit more than they did last year. I think Kyle was not passing as much as he wanted to. One, because Jimmy is limited. So certain plays he can't use because if he needed to throw an out route, you could throw that out of the playbook. And then Jimmy got hurt. And when Lance was in, Lance was hurt playing with the finger. So I think Kyle was not passing as much. Last year, despite being 10 and 7 and down in a lot of games, they passed right at the same frequencies they did in 2019 when they were dominating teams. I think last year it was skewed a little lower. I think what their, I mean, what their overall average for all five years, it would be about 540 attempts. Well, we already but, we already went you, through that, right? Bad right, defenses it, versus good defenses. I don't think it's defenses. I think it's more so the offenses. When when you're inefficient because you have Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard. As your quarterbacks, you're going to need to pass more because your team sucks. But if you think Trey Lance is going to be efficient, then he shouldn't have to pass as much. But the whole reason I asked you 525, right? Because I think 525 pass attempts, that's a lot for him. Like that would be projecting a lot. That's a very, very fair amount. That would be more than he's had in his entire college and pro career. By far. (laughs) He's never had more than 278 in a season in his entire life. Yeah, even in high school, never even close to that. So, but that's fine. Right. I'm not even worried about his past, even though expecting that to double in one year, fine. But over the last 30 seasons, only seven quarterbacks have had fewer than 525 pass attempts and more than 4,275 pass yards. And that's not all just recent. And five of those seven are, are, or will be Hall of Famers. And they've had one year. It was Peyton Manning, Kurt Warner, Drew Brees, Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers. The two others was Joe Burrow from last year and Phillip Rivers. From 2018, those are the only two recent ones because all of those Hall of Famers did it in 2014 or earlier. I just, if that's the season you expect out of Trey Lance in his first season, you have the highest expectations for this guy. And all of those guys are not mobile quarterbacks pretty much whatsoever. And they all had higher than a 65 completion percentage and all had higher than an 8.5 pass yards per attempt. Yes, Joe Burrow did it last year. He had a 70.4 completion percentage. He led the league. Yeah, he had a bunch of toss-ups that ended up getting caught from one touchdown. So you're, this, is a, this is what I'm saying. You expect a historical season from Trey Lance. Like, this would be historical. Th- this is the difference between you and I and why we arrive at different things. You are looking at everything that's happened in the NFL, everything, all teams, whereas I'm looking at what is the this specific Niners team done with this coaching staff the players that are here, what have they done? And take that average because it's all crap quarterbacks. You still want to hit it with the average. And have 
Yeah, and have Trey Lance perform to the equivalent of the crap quarterbacks that have played for the Niners the last five years. And if he does that, he gets the record. But you're not also taking into consideration how none of those quarterbacks were rush, like mobile quarterbacks. Like, I, I think you're downgrading how much Trey Lance is going to rush this year. And you want him to. If you end up, if Kyle Shanahan really goes into the season being, I need him to stay in the pocket and just scramble and pass. That's not why he, why, why draft him then? Like there was a reason he wanted him. He wanted a guy he could be creative with that can make, he, he struggles against mobile quarterbacks because it's so hard to stop them on third down because you have no idea if they're going to run or pass. If they're really like, oh, I don't want to run too much with him this year. That's going to take away pretty much what he's special at and what's going to open the deep game for him and make passes so much easier. If they're really going into the season trying to limit his rushing, then I don't have high hopes for him at all. I love Trey Lance this year because I think they're going to utilize his athletic ability. What I think is, yes, there will be times that he scrambles that takes away a pass attempt. But there's also going to be times that Jimmy Garoppolo would have gotten happy feet and gotten sacked that Trey Lance will extend the play and be able to get a pass attempt off. And yeah. I think that that counteracts a lot because I don't think Trey Lance. It's not going to counteract a hundred rushing attempts. And he's no, going to get a hundred completely. He's going to get a hundred rushing attempts and he'll be sacked. Yeah. Like maybe he'll have like 10 sacks difference, but he's still going to be sacked like every quarterback in the league. So I, I just, maybe a 10 play difference in that. Situation. So what you're saying, because you look at all of the other stuff, whereas I look specifically at the Niners, you're saying Trey Lance is going to perform worse than a Nick Mullins, CJ Beathard, and Jimmy Garoppolo aggregate. He can perform better, but I don't think he's going to have as many pass attempts. And I think he's going to have his struggles as a passer as well. And I think he's going to run far, far more than any of those quarterbacks. So that's why he can still have a very solid season. If he ends up with a 65 completion percentage and eight yards per attempt, that's an amazing right season. Oh my God. That would be an amazing <laughs> season for Trey Lance in his first season. Plus his rushing, like put the 49ers in actual Super Bowl contention if that's where he's at. And yet he could still have those numbers and still not hit what you're saying. If he doesn't have more than 515 pass attempts, I don't have the exact number there with those things. At but 525, need... eight yards per attempt, you're at 4,200 dead on. Okay. So that, you would have to be an amazing season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I don't, I don't disagree. There. That would be an amazing season. And he's still not there. I think he's pretty much a stone cold lock for 4,000 yards just because of how this offense is in the extra 17th game. Because every single quarterback, other than C.J. Beathard in this offense, has performed at the rate that they would have a 4,000-yard season if they played every game but in a 17-game season. you keep comparing this to that, and you're not, average quarterbacks. In, you're not taking into consideration that Kyle Shanahan hasn't had a mobile quarterback that he can rush with and design rushing plays with, and that's going to take away from his passing. He's also not had a quarterback he can trust to throw deep, which when Kyle Shanahan arrived in San Francisco, his reputation – that I remember we were all talking about was that he loves the intermediate or intermediate passes. And that's what his passing offense is all about. And that went away in a large way because of the quarterbacks he had not being capable of actually making that a consistent threat. That's why Pierre Garcon was their first big offensive get. 
because he was going to be so good at those. RG3 had a strong arm, right? He was super mobile. He played with Kyle under Kyle Shanahan as OC. And RG3's first year, he had 120 rushing attempts, 393 pass attempts. Now that's only in 15 games. So 17 game pace would have brought him to five or sorry, would have brought him to 445 pass attempts, 136 rush attempts. This is the only more mobile quarterback that we've seen play with Kyle Shanahan. And I, I think there's a reason why Shanahan wanted Lance. It wasn't because, oh, he's this trustworthy pocket passer. It's because he wanted someone that he could do more with and be more creative as a play caller. I, I think we're going to see more of these type of numbers where it's it could be definitely in the 400s pass attempts very easily. I think 500 is a high end. Um, and I think now in the second season, RG3 did have more throws, but the team was a complete disaster. And the defense was the fifth worst scoring defense in the NFL. They allowed the fifth most points that season. Um, and they still didn't get to even close to that record. They had 600 team pass attempts that season between Kirk Cousins and RG3. RG3 started the most games and they still only hit 4,057 yards. That was with Kyle Shanahan. Like, I, I think the more pass attempts you go go with Trey Lance in his first year, the worse his efficiency will be. That's why I still think he could be very, very good with 475 pass attempts. If you make him throw 600 times next year, it, it, his numbers could be really ugly. I don't think he hit 600, but I think the whole difference here is, you know, you, you cite another team. Once again, yes, Kyle Shanahan is the OC, whereas what I look at is what has happened with this exact team with and how Kyle Shanahan is quarterbacks, no mobile. Quarterbacks. Can I say something? I, I, I guess. Sorry, go ahead. Seth. I, I'm here too. Um, so first of all, the RG three comparison is interesting. I don't think Trey Lance is going to run 120 times. I really don't. But the other part of that Washington team was that Alfred Morris carried the ball 335 times. <laughs> I definitely don't think that the 49ers are going to run the ball with a running back that often. If I, had I to take the over under on Trey Lance 120, I would take the over. Oh, I would take the under. No. Mm. 120 is a lot. I think I don't over think... under is around 100 is where, where I would n- start to struggle on what I decide. I think Kyle wants like three designed runs for Trey Lance per game. He wants them to scramble when necessary, but in terms of designed runs, I don't know that he's going to be I don't going think crazy. We're see... I didn't say I didn't say 120 designed runs. Right, but so what I'm saying is like Kyle's going to he's going to run. I think he'll scramble like three or four times a game. And you don't maybe think have of Josh like, Allen as a quarterback that, you know, the bills want scrambling all that much. He throws a ton. I mean, the bills throw a ton and he still was at 122 rush attempts last year. The bills threw a good, he, he had 646 pass attempts. Like the bills want him to throw. And he's yet. Yeah, he still had 122 rush attempts. Wow. Yeah, I, I think you guys are thinking Josh harder. Allen who couldn't complete like 50% of his passes for a this long time. This is last oh, year. He this runs. is last year. I know. I'm talking about how he is. If you, I mean, I'm sure you've watched plenty of Bills games. He doesn't hesitate to run. Yeah. The, the moment he sees an opening, he doesn't care about the pass at all. He's not buying time to get the pass down the field. If he sees. Oh, that's false. Five, that's no, false. If no, if he sees five yards in front Josh of him. Allen I'm talking about when from, he sees you're any daylight in front of him, one. he goes. That's not true. That's not and true at all. We didn't see that with Trey Lance. We saw multiple times that Rob and I sat here complaining about in the post game 
that he had daylight in front of him and he was just standing there hoping to find a pass instead of going and taking the dang 10 yards in front of him. Well, then that doesn't make any sense because he had 16 rush attempts in one game and eight rush attempts in the other in his two starts. And you guys are saying he never did it. If you had eight rush attempts, even if you took his low end was eight compared to the 16 and he had seven in the one half he started. So that would be another 14 in one game if we want to double that, but we won't. We'll just say his eight that he did in his fewest amount, that's 136 rush attempts. We don't even want to get into this. Obviously, he's never going to average 16 per game, but I think you guys think it's harder to get to 120 than it is. Yeah, maybe I'm underestimating it. Maybe I'm uh, like, not thinking of it. I know he's not Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson has like 180. Right. Like in a a majority of his rush attempts last year, a vast majority, were designed runs. I don't think we see that again this year. I think you're going to see the read option, which we saw a little bit in training camp where they were trying to teach him how to do the whole pullback. We saw the read option. I, I'm guessing we'll see one, one to three plays of read option a game. And if it's a close you know, third and one, fourth and one, we're going to see that QB sneak. That's what we're going to see. I don't think we're going to be seeing Trey Lance taking the ball as a designed run and trying to take off. I don't, we're not going to see that very often at all. So I think it's going to be more often than you think. And if Shanahan's not doing that and he's not utilizing his legs and making the defenses think ever, except for scrambles when they pressure him, then you're wasting his abilities. I mean, honestly, that's why Josh Allen was able to be such turned into such a good passer. Like if he didn't have that rushing ability, he would not be the passer. He is defenses are like, Oh, we don't know how to like stop this guy. This is why Lamar Jackson has made it in the league. Cause they're like, Oh my God, this guy's impossible. Well, to stop. Lamar Jackson's a completely different animal but when it comes to running. Michael just, Vick's the only comparable quarterback. Cause he, it makes he's defenses a struggle so much harder to right. stop these guys. And that's why Kyle Shanahan, because he struggles so hard at stopping these guys. It's why he wanted it. And if you're going to, if he's not even going to utilize that, then why did you draft him? That's I mean, so Kyle silly. Shanahan did say that he doesn't know how to counter a defense that's countering against a running quarterback. I don't think he likes that. He knows and is very comfortable and knows he can have an extremely crazy efficient offense like he has been running. If he changes, to an offense that features a, a good bit of running quarterback, then he doesn't know how to counter once the defense counters. He literally said that in a post game. The part of what he struggles with with Trey Lance is that he doesn't know how to counter when a defense adjusts to a mobile quarterback. Well, I think what he said was he doesn't know what the defense is going to do against. Right, so the he doesn't know how to counter what the defense is going to counter. This is how easy it is to add up rush attempts as a quarterback. Guess how many rushing attempts Trevor Lawrence had last year? Mm, 110. Oh, well, that's a ton. 73. But <laughs> 73 for a guy that doesn't ever run. I mean, his are literally just scrambles from running away from the defense. It, like, you're not designing very many runs for Trevor Lawrence. He's not – like, he he's – like he can run a little bit, you know, he's not slow, but you're not designing a bunch of plays for him. Jalen hurts last year had 139 and 15 games. So was on pace for a ton more that like, if you think well, that Jalen hurts runs nonstop. But if you think that this defense is going to be so good, I just don't know why Kyle Shanahan would have him back there throwing more than 500 times and not utilizing his legs and not getting those first downs and not making it harder on the defense, especially for a guy that's never had more than 287 pass attempts in the NFL or sorry, not in, in, in any season in his entire <laughs> life. 
Uh, and like the 287 pass attempts came in 16 games in that season. It's not like, oh, well, it was 11 game season. In, Talking in- about high school and college. Why? I don't, I don't care what he did in high school and college. Cause you're going to take a guy that's never thrown for more than 287 passes in a single season in his entire life and expect him to double that and then be very efficient. This is a lot. And the reason I'm so excited about Trey Lance this year is because I expect them to utilize his legs and that's going to help his rest of his game. It's going to help so much is when defenses are struggling because they don't know if he's going to run or not. It's going to make his his throwing lane so much wider. It's going to, you know, keep guys, the defense up. It's going to make them worried. He's going to get those big deep passes because of that. If they take that away, then I'm scared what his stats are going to look like. They could be brutal. So how many pass attempts do you think he would have to get to have a real shot at this? Well, over 525, since only seven quarterbacks have in NFL history, and they were almost all Hall of Famers, and Joe Burrow, who has seven in completion percentage. So I think realistically to hit this, 550. He'll have to have 550. So you expect him to need to pass for, for have 550 attempts to hit that. Nick Mullins, in his full season, he started 16 games for the Niners, averaged 7.9 yards per game, which means he would need about 500 and what, 535 attempts? So you think he would be worse than Nick Mullins as a passer? What was Nick Mullins' completion percentage? I don't know, but he averaged 7.9 yards per attempt, and he can barely make an NFL roster. So what did you say he would need, 535? Yeah, because 525 at 8 is... 4,200, and he was just under eight. So Okay, so five, I don't think he's him. going to have 535, though, is what I'm saying. Like, his completion percentage was... Yeah, I, I get that. I'm just... What, what was his completion percentage? Uh, 64.7. Okay. That would be... That would Not be bad re- for noodle arm That would be respectful for him, but I still don't think he's going to... So what you just said right there with Nick Mullins, they had to throw so much because their defense was one of the worst in the league. They were right. allowing so many that's points. Why, that's why Nick Mullins... It literally was what the fastest of 4,000 yeah. yards. And it was like, up this there. Is, yeah. It, it, like if the 49ers defense sucks and sure, like I'm not saying Trey Lance has 0% chance of hitting this. Like it could happen. I'm saying the likelihood of it happening is so small. And the way that you worded your tweet was saying, I don't think it's controversial at all to say that he's going like pretty much. You said he's going to pass this fr- uh, record. If he stays healthy for 17 games, there's a 90% chance he does not. Like he has maybe 99. He has to be historical. And I'm just not ready to say he's going to be historical passer when you have a guy that's more mobile than he has ever been passer. I'm not ready to put him in the names of Peyton Manning and uh sorry, Aaron Rodgers and all of those greats. What I'm saying, I'm not saying 100 percent he's getting it. Controversial means, oh my God, you're crazy to think he's getting that. You are. And that's what I was pushing back at when I tweeted that. I think he's more likely than not to get this record because if he performs at Jimmy Garoppolo's level, he gets it. If he performs at Nick Mullins' ability or did in this offense, He's going to be right at the record and it depends on if he gets 10 extra attempts. You saying if he performs like Nick Mullins, though, is so not fair because the defense was absolute garbage and they had a pass way more. And he's not a mobile quarterback, so he's not getting those passing attempts. Talking about per pass attempt rate, Nick Mullins, 7.9 yards. Quarterbacks in this offense, even the bad ones, other than 
C.J. Beathard, because C.J. Beathard refuses to throw the ball, gets eight yards or more per pass attempt. Jimmy Garoppolo did it, and Nick Mullins did it. The two quarterbacks who have started for Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco the most. And my point is, Trey Lance is going to be either as good of as them, and if he is, then he's going to be very, very close to this record just by playing 17 games and may get it depending on if he gets one extra long pass to break free, one more Debo break free. Or he's going to be worse than them, which is going to mean the team is not winning and he has to pass more and he's going to get enough attempts to reach it. That's my point. I just don't, I don't think that's true. Like if you go back in the teams, like the 2013 Eagles were a part of this team that, that I don't care. No, about but the 2013 I'm saying they average 8.7 yards per attempt, which is insanely high. And the 2013 Eagles weren't good. Like, so th- th- that doesn't matter all that much. Like, Trey Lance doesn't need to have those same stats. Like Jalen Hurts stats sucked last year and they still made the playoffs. It, it, like it doesn't because they but NFC also East. Josh Allen's stats last year as a passer weren't very good. 6.8 yards per attempt, 63 completion percentage. And they should have been in the, the AFC championship. Now, like that had nothing to do with Josh Allen, is what I'm saying. Like, obviously, you can't take away the defensive play. But if it were like if you're going off of Josh Allen's play. They're in the AFC championship. So like, I'm not, I I think you're putting way too much weight on that. If he doesn't hit these numbers, you guys will stink or he will stink. That's not what it means. And by the way, he needs 543 pass attempts at 7.9 to hit this record. I don't think he gets close to 543 pass attempts. I don't think he comes close. So are you saying he's not going to get this record because he's not going to get enough attempts because of his rushing? Yeah, because Josh Allen had 122 carries last year, but threw the ball over 600 times. And there's zero reason. more pass yeah. passing play. Yeah, there's no teams. way. They were literally the most pass. Yeah, there's no the way that the Bills and the 49ers have complete different philosophies. That's right. why I was saying. That's well, why I'm saying how easy it is to get to those rushing attempts because even when, even when, we're, even with Josh Allen throwing pretty much one of the most in the league, he still hit the 122. So that's why I'm saying how easy it is to get the rush attempts. I'm not saying that if you rush, you can't get those pass attempts. It's just you have to be pretty much your entire team's rushing. Like, that's what Josh Allen is, right? Every time they run, it's pretty much him. True. And and I don't think that's true for the 49ers. They're going to have a lot of running backs involved, plus some a little bit of Debo. So that's not true whatsoever. And then you need to pass a ton. And I just don't think that's going to happen in this case. I look at 2019, that's the lowest frequency the Niners passed in the Kashan era because they were 13 and 3, didn't need to pass all that often. It was 29.75 attempts per game. I look at Trey Lance, if he gets that many attempts, which is the lowest attempts in the Kashan era, and performs like he did last year, which is slightly worse than Jimmy Garoppolo, he gets the record. No. He would have 442. No, 4,295. If he performed like last year, 478 attempts times 0.52. Wasn't that his completion percentage, 52? That's 16 games, 478. At 478, right? At 478 attempts. Let's divide that by 16. Let's times that by 17. So we're at the 507 exactly for 17. And then you times that point by 0.57 because that was his completion percentage if we're going to go by that which I'm willing to say he'll go way up 289 completions he would have to average uh at least 
289 times 14. Yes. Oh my God. I don't even know what we'd have to get him to. Uh, 14, by the way, yards per completion would break the league pretty much. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo. Why are you making it more complicated Jimmy, than it needs no, to be? No, if he Jimmy gets, Garoppolo. if he gets the 507 Wait, on, 11, attempts 11, 11, 11, 11. and has 8.5 yards per attempt that he had last year, you don't need to do the percentage. We know he had 8.5 yards per attempt last year. If he gets that many pass attempts, the lowest amount per game that the Niners have had in the five years of Shanahan, he gets the record. It's just, it's okay. But it's not, that's not how you can do that whatsoever. Like 200, because 289. Well, this is why I want to say how crazy it would be for him to do this. Because at that stage, because last year in that tiny, tiny sample size, his yards per completion were out of the roof. Like if you're going by just qualified quarterbacks, 250 uh, pass attempts for last year, Jimmy Garoppolo led the league at 12.6. We can put him, let's say Trey Lance breaks the NFL and he has 14 yards, which again, Jimmy Garoppolo led the league at 12.6. Let's say Trey Lance keeps up with his 14 yards per completion, which would be the craziest quarterback season he would still, at that completion percentage of last year, be only at 4,046 4, yards. He still needs another 250, 230 on top of that. He would have to absolutely just destroy the league at about 15 yeah, so yards he, per completion. Here's the whole rub between us. We look at the same thing, the same stats, and you go, I'm going to take this part of it, and he doesn't get it. And I go, I'm going to take this part of it, and he does get it. I just look at his yards per attempt and go, okay, if he has 507 attempts, which would be, by by the way, if not the lowest amount of attempts for a team. But you can't just take the yards 17 per games because you have to look at what has to regress, right? When you're looking at data. Why does it have to regress? Jimmy Garoppolo so at 8.6. Because I'm telling you right now, Jimmy Garoppolo, the reason why his yards per attempt are so high, not Jimmy Garoppolo, the reason why Trey Lance's yards per attempt are so high is because his yards per completion were so high. They were above 14 because of the tiniest sample size of all time. I'm telling you right now that Jimmy Garoppolo led the league at 12.6 yards per completion. So he right. would have to. So you're looking at completion and I'm looking but at I'm saying like this is why it has attempt. to regress, right? Unless Trey Lance is going to break the league, he's going to come down then to, even if we put him at the best in the league, and let's say like that's not going to happen in this first season as a starter. But let's say we say he leads the league in yards per completion at 12.6 yards per completion. That's going to bring down his yards per attempt by a ton if we're going off his completion percentage from last year. Again, I would never do that because I think his completion percentage is going to get better. But this is why you can't just take the yards per attempt from last year because there's other numbers there that have to regress. His yards per attempt don't but have my to regress. Point is, it doesn't have his to. yards per attempt don't have if to. Jimmy Garoppolo, who was does. banged up most of the year, can do better than what Trey Lance did. Jimmy Garoppolo had 8.6 yards per attempt. Trey Lance can repeat 8.5. Doesn't mean he'll do it in the yeah. same way. Doesn't mean he's going to complete. 50. I think we would all agree he's probably going to complete more than 58. Yes, but you pass. also have to agree he's not going to average 14. Uh, well, 15. He would need 15 yards per completion. He wouldn't come close right. to that. But if his completion percentage comes up, yeah. he doesn't have to complete as much. Yes, but you're, you can't just go pass. off of last, last year's sample size then and say, well, we need his completion percentage to go up. I'm saying we can't go off of it at all because there's some numbers that have to regress. There's some numbers that are going to get better. We don't know which how far either one's going to fall down.
Like we just don't. That's why that tiny sample size is pointless. Like it really is pretty pointless. But and my whole point is Jimmy Garoppolo, who we all agree, I think, is average. I don't think it's fair he's to yeah, average he's average, but I don't if you expect him to be a better passer, not like obviously deep ball, he's gonna have more beautiful like he's going to have some more beautiful passes than Trey Lance where he connects on deep balls that maybe Trey Lance or that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't, but if you really expect him to be a better passer than Jimmy Garoppolo in year one, I do think you might be a little bit disappointed. He's could be a better quarterback all around, better passer. I'm sorry, stats. I stole your show. <laughs> Go ahead. I have the perfect analogy for Trey Lance, and it just dawned on me tonight. And tell me if I think I'm if you think I'm crazy. I think he's gonna be a hot pocket. Have you both had a hot pocket in your life? Ooh. I would hope that you have. Who the hell hasn't? You put it in your mouth after the microwave and it just burns you. Right. When he's on, when he's hot, he's boiling lava hot. Like you we've all seen the highlights. He's gonna make some throws where you're like, my God, that's an elite throw. But when he's not on. It's going to be ice cold, like the middle of that hot pocket. It's going to be throwing at the feet of guys or throwing three feet over people's heads. Like, I don't think there's going to be any in between with him. And the question for his success and whether or not he gets this record is going to be, is he hot more often than he's not? And I don't know the answer to that. I honestly, like I'm sitting here listening to your conversation and I don't know who to believe. Cause I have to say like, I kind of understand where Levin's coming from, but when you provide all that data and historical context, Michelle, it's kind of hard to say, well, this 22-year-old kid who's basically played no football is going to do something that a handful of quarterbacks have ever done in the history of the league. So, And I don't even think our arguments are close, to be fair. Like, I just, Levin's only using the tiniest sample size of all time, and that's what he's just basing it on. And that No, I'm not. I'm using five years' worth of data with this specific team, and you're using a whole bunch of data that does not have to do with this team. You're using it in quarterbacks that have nothing to do with Trey Lance and not don't play even close to his play style. They have to do with this offense, which, by the way, the passing targets is the best of the Kyle Shanahan era. I think we can agree with that. Like, who he gets to pass to is the peak. They haven't had better targets. Yeah, this is the best roster Kyle's had. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, and all I say is if Jimmy Garoppolo can do 8.4 yards per attempt in all his games as a Niner and Nick Mullins can do 7.9, Trey Lance should be able to be at worst in between those two because Nick Mullins is a very bad quarterback, can barely make it in the NFL, and Jimmy Garoppolo's average. So if Trey Lance can be in between those two, I think he has a really good So he has chance. to be in between those two. And that's the two. difference – and that's why we disagree is you don't think he gets enough attempts. Whereas I think he'll end up having at least 510 because literally the lowest passing rate for the team with Kyle Shanahan puts him at five, 507. And I, that's in a 13 and three year, which I don't think the Niners will reach. Whereas you're looking at it and saying, historically it hasn't been done except for by hall of famers, which I get, but I look at this team with this coach and putting in an average quarterback like they've had, they get the record. And I think Trey Lance in year one will be at least an average quarterback. I think we know the positions. I think we know where both of you stand 52 minutes into this thing. Uh, here are a couple of questions I have for you. One, I want to give a shout out to Nick Ellert, 
who was tweeting <laughs> Michelle information. Here's some information he wrote. You probably already discovered this for your debate with Levitt on Lance Pass attempts. Destroy him in a good way, which I have yet to talk to anyone that's been destroyed who can tell me what a good way to be destroyed is, but okay, whatever. Here's my question for you. Are you willing to make some sort of bet on this scenario? Are you that confident, Levin, that it could happen, that you are willing to put up something? And we don't have to do mayonnaise again, because if somebody else does it, I might die on the show. I can't do mayonnaise again, because I can never do mayonnaise again <laughs> in my life. I don't know which way we do it. Do we do it on, if he gets a certain number of pass attempts, he gets it? I think he would need we to set hit. the pass. What do you, mean? you would have, he has to hit the record. That's what this entire debate is about. If yeah, he I hits agree. It's gotta be on raw yards. Sucks, that's, I, I'm saying he has to be super efficient. Plus hit those pass attempts. That was this entire debate. So we're assuming 17 games we can yes. say, cause if he gets which, hurt, by like, the way, crazy. note. which I think is more, I think it's more likely than not. He doesn't get 17 games. Cause I think that's more likely than not for almost every quarterback. No, you want to know while no, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Garoppolo is the only quarterback in 2019 that's played a full season or even like 14 plus games with under Kyle Shanahan as OC or head coach in a single season. I was going through and every quarterback was like 14. And then another guy had two games or 13. And our guy had three games or 12. And another guy had four games. I don't know how there's always a guy that gets hurt for Kyle Shanahan. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I think Matt Ryan had a full season. Cause he won MVP. Why did you go and that? don't tell me that Michelle. That's yeah, just maybe ruining Ryan, my hope Ryan, for the year. Matt Ryan had to have a full season because he won win. Yeah, MVP that's true. Maybe he did. Maybe it was. He might have sat out um, the last week if they I, had clinched or something. No, he no, did. He he did. You're right. It was I, it was before I got to Atlanta because it was during the Houston, Cleveland, and Washington days. I went through every year and I was like, oh my God, nobody has played a full season. Yeah. So that was wild to me. And then we've had all these seasons with the 49ers. But yeah, Matt Ryan stayed healthy. Matt Ryan's the only good established quarterback that he's ever had. And he, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo ended up being average and that's probably the next best. I mean, you could say RG three, I guess prior to injury, maybe better than Jimmy, but yeah, the, the quarterbacks that he's had are, are, are not good. Well, this has been a hell of a hundredth episode, which you're on the show, Michelle, for 11 and I's 100th episode. Yeah, you got 30 seconds on it. It's our best episode. I ever. know. I've barely spoken. Like when I put this I'm in the sorry. editor, it's going to be like. I don't know why you let words. me on here. Why did you let me on here? <laughs> don't skirt the question. Are we making some sort of wager on Trey Lance pass yards, 4,278? I think if he breaks the record, you got to do something big, Michelle. Like. 11 tattoo 11 11 has to do something big as well he's very certain he's going to hit this record if it, he plays 17 games which the bigger issue is that he probably will sit for one game like you know like nothing will come of this which sucks there's and a good chance the bag gets thrown out because of him getting hurt or sitting out or or whatever so i do want to i do want i'm willing i'll do the bet but i do want to say that you said that on you said something on Twitter and that's when I stopped because we were already talking about doing the show and I was like I'm gonna leave that and you've said it a couple times here. It's not that I think he is 
you know, you said he's 90% likely not to get it. I don't think he's 90% likely to get it. I think he's more likely than not to get it. So I'm willing to make the bet, even though I hate making bets that I'm not certain on. Then you cannot say it's not controversial at all to say if Trey Lance stays healthy for something. It's not. Franchise passing record. If something is more likely than not to happen, it's not controversial to say it's going to happen. But you're saying it's it's definitely gonna like you the way you worded it was like if Trey Lance stays healthy for all 17 games the franchise passing record falls. No, I said it's not controversial to say the franchise record would fall. But it is because that's super bold to say he's going to be, have one of the most historical seasons of all time. It is. I don't think it's controversial. It is kind of crazy to say that in his first season as a starter, Trey Lance is going to have more passing yards than Joe Montana or Steve Young ever had in a single season in their entire career. It's a little controversial. Yes. When you phrase it that way. Well, those are the facts. When you phrase it like if he plays 17 games and gets all the pass attempts because of that, every single year under Kyle Shanahan, they've had more than 4,200 yards passing and they've averaged under Kyle Shanahan more than 4,300 yards passing. So if he plays the whole season. So I like spent like two hours researching. You just found that one nugget and you're sticking to it, huh? Because you have one nugget. It's five years worth of adding up. I should have just grabbed. I should Because that's this team. I know what the historical is, by the way. I don't have to look up how many people have done it. So I'm going to go on a giant limb here and say neither one of you has said anything that has convinced the other person in any way that they might be wrong. No, it's looking at different data to arrive. You to looked at conclusion. one set of data. I looked at a gazillion. I looked at the most important it's and not what the most important factors because he's never had a most. quarterback like because him. Because all so of the historical data, all of historical data is not this team. Whereas I looked at what this team does. That is the most relevant information. How is a 2017 or 2018 team anything compared to the 2021 team? You keep saying this team. You this can throw those complete. out, and guess what? They still average 4,300 yards passing. So the 2022 season. team is like the 2022 team. We're going to use 2020 data. How are those two alike whatsoever? Because it's almost virtually the same. George team Kittle didn't play in barely. Like George Kittle was hurt in 2020. Jimmy Garoppolo was. Oh, so he's Debo more likely Samuel to break it. Was, but you're, George you're showing. Debo Samuel's better, so he's more likely to break it. Ayuk's better, so he's more likely to break it. You keep saying you can't compare to other teams. It's like 2020 49ers were nothing. Compare them to the 2021 49ers and okay, fine. If they're as efficient, if Trey Lance can, you know, have the same completion percentage, have the same yards per completion, it'd be just an amazing passer in his first year and not not take away any of these pass attempts from last year, which was 514 and not take any of those away with his mobility and rushing attempts, then yes, he can hit it. I'm just saying that's very, very unlikely all of those things happen. So I don't know why you think like the 2019 team would have hit it. The 2020 team would have because hit it. Because the 2019 team. 21 season would have hit it. Would the 2019 season hit it? Because it was 4029. They may have been right there. Four, four two eight zero. So they hit it by two yards, and he, he had a, the team had a sixty nine completion percentage, eight point four yards per attempt. I mean, if that's what you expect, they hit it? Trey Lance, then fine. If that's what you like, that's where we differ. I just don't, I don't expect him to be that insane in his first year. That's all. Yeah, I think we differ, and you think he will be a worse passer than Jimmy Garoppolo, 
and he will be somewhere around Nick Mullins. Like the, there's a way to I mean, be a better Nick passer Mullins. and your numbers not to equal the same. That's true. Mm, yeah, because Jimmy got up there because of the yards after catch. So like Trey could, if Trey is throwing deeper down the field, it's possible he doesn't get those yards after catch. And if he's not completing as much of the passes, his yardage is going to be, there's a way to do it. The point is both of you are crazy people who spent a significant amount of time researching this. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you both very much. Let us know who you think or who, I don't want to say who won because I don't like that. Let us know who you agree with. Leave it in your review. Please, please, please keep the ratings and the reviews coming. This podcast, I feel like, is getting meaner the longer we go. And as the wine in Michelle's glass is getting less and less and less. So let's. And as I get grumpier, because I got up at 4 a.m. and I am ready for bed. According to Levin, Mac Jones is a better quarterback than Josh Allen, because all that matters is that your completion percentage stays the same and passing yards per attempt stay the same. Those are completely two different teams and off so nice. And Michelle yeah, came in with a billy club and just whacked you across the face, Levin. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Uh, sorry, guys. Yeah, the whole sticking point is I, I don't give two shit what other teams do. I care about what this offense does because that's the one he's playing in. And that's the rub. That's the difference. This offense has never had a quarterback pass for 4,278 yards, and that's why the record has not been beaten. It, it actually has had one quarterback pass for exactly 4,278 yards. Jeff Garcia's record is 4,278 no, yards, this. so it has happened once. Well, oh but it's not goodness. Kyle's offense. You are just really oh pushing your agenda. Now, all of a sudden, that <laughs> offense from the 49ers is the same team. All right. Well, I, I just want the last hour of my life back, but here we are again. Keep your ratings and your reviews coming. Thank you, Levin. 100 episodes. Thank you, everybody out there for supporting us for 100 episodes. That is no small feat for any podcast, and we really do appreciate it. Michelle, thank you very much. I hope we. I hope this hasn't soured you on the human wet blanket. He's actually, well, I was going to say he's a very nice guy. He's He's a guy, and we do a show. How about we wrap it up like this? Leave us a review. Tell us who you agree with, but also hit us up on Twitter with who you agree with. At LTBlackNiners is 11. Michelle. When you agree with me, Michelle can tweet you and say, hey, you're an idiot. (laughs) And when you agree with her, I will probably respond to you. I have a weird feeling that 49ers fans might agree that, you know, (laughs) agree with you. I actually don't. I think a lot of them will think, go with you, the historical point. I told my wife what I was doing tonight and then I had to debate this and she said, what psycho human would debate that Trey Lance is going to have 4,300 passing yards this season. She couldn't even fathom which stat you could possibly bring to the table. So I do think 49ers fans are going to side with you. I think if you ask any other fan base, um, it would be a resounding. He's not going to come close. Michelle is on Twitter at BallBlastem. I'm on Twitter at Stats on Fire. If you want to include me in the conversation, because, you know, nobody did here tonight. Stats you brought. Enjoy your Thursday, everybody. (laughs) Bye, y'all.